When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Question Everything listeners. Big news. We are going live. That's right. Come and attend the live recording of Question Everything with some special guests at the Up the Creek Comedy Club on March the 5th. Check our Twitter for information on how to book tickets. See you there and bring some big questions. And remember, students are free. Hello everybody, welcome to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast where myself, comedian and writer Dane Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, aka The Hizzer. Hello! And a very special mix of guests pose the questions that need to be asked, and we're talking everything from Brexit to Bramley Apple Pies. Whatever happened to Mr. Kipling? He's still going. He's still going? Yeah, yeah. What's he working on? Pastry. Mainly pastry products. Focusing on pastry. Um, questions like, is lettuce really needed in a burger? I think yeah, that's, there is, there that's, is, that's yeah. something I was thinking about they say it's because the sugar content in your average burger is so high that you need a lettuce to offset that or cleanse the palate hey, there you go we time. answer all of the questions all of the questions and with that in mind on today's show our guest is an iconic comedian writer presenter and actor her TV credits are too numerous to mention she has her own Netflix special In Trouble with another special on the way so look out for that in the pipeline she's a team captain on the show The Fix on Netflix and is a co-host of Comedy Central Your Face or Mine and is also a judge on Rose Battle to put it simply our guest is one of the biggest success stories in comedy so far in the 21st century and most importantly she is my homegirl from the beginning and has always held me down great friend great comedian and inspiration it's the one of a kind Catherine Cathbom Ryan. Hello. Oh, you get a smattering of applause. Iconic. That's the nicest stuff you've ever said about me all in a row. That is not true. I've said much nicer things that I am too shy to say in front of you. Okay. Thank yeah. you for having me. I love your podcast. Thank you so much for coming. It was a very easy thing to write that one, but it was interesting going. God, this just—I'm not. I can't fit. We're not saying all of this. This is there's too much. Also, I have. I also have a confession. The first time I met Catherine, we were driving to uh, do a gig in Gunnersbury, oh, yeah. Portsmouth, and uh, where was, was it? Sorry, is in uh, Portsmouth. Ah, and I couldn't look her in the eye. <laughs> why? Because you had to drive and keep us alive. No, that's not why. <laughs> well, that was an interesting gig because when we came off and Dane was paying for parking so that we could get back in the car and drive to London, a lady right in front of me said, uh, Dane, Dane, you were so much better than she was. You should have gone on last, Dane. You were great. And I was like, thanks, Ooh. bitch. And Catherine very right graciously in. said, thank you very much for that. That's happened to me as well, though. It I did a gig. all the time. Happens all the time. Did a gig in Amsterdam and someone came up right within earshot and was like to the other guy, you were good. You were really good. Yeah. You were good. The order of a comedy night is, yeah, it's not, it's not always easy to go on last because they've been potentially laughing for how long have they? Right? Also, nobody asked. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a fair point yeah. what, is, what are people supposed to do the information you're giving them you're better than the other person well how does that help why not anyone? just say something nice to one person and not make it a dig at the other person no exactly. that's what we go to Portsmouth for is uh. high <laughs> high end comedy criticism from the masters right. Which, the uh, other Edinburgh is it basically pretty much yeah. Yeah. took place in the uh, Spinnaker Tower that was, was the first time you guys met in a car on the way to Portsmouth yeah, what yeah. An image. What and an image. my girlfriend at the time was like who the fuck is that bitch? Yeah, what? <laughs> tweeting you? Oh, because I tweeted you. Sorry. Yeah. Well, obviously, if we were doing something wrong, I wouldn't have been tweeting you. Well, exactly. Uh, my question about it's when that... I not tweet you that you need to watch mm. out. Yes. 
My question about that journey would be, what did you guys, uh, did you stop at a service station and was it memorable? Because I, I, I get I a sense of so many of you guys, comedians in service stations. Like. I don't think we did. I think Catherine bought snacks and it was fine. I probably brought snacks. And I think I had to come to a tube station. Yeah, uh, Vauxhall, because you were in North London at the time. Yeah. But, oh, that yeah. was fun. And you know, I don't get in the car with many people. That's one of the hard things I think about being a lady. Right. Um, uh, a loose interpretation of one anyway in comedy <laughs> is that we don't really want to stay in these dodgy hotels and get on night buses and get in cars with men we don't know exactly mm. hence hence being aware of that tension and not being able to look you in the eye nah, <laughs> but this turned out it, it blossomed turned out, into a beautiful friendship it did indeed of, of how many years just for our listeners yeah how long ago was that oh that must be like 2013? 12 or 13, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking six years. This is it. Aww. And uh, got to uh, be Catherine's tour support. On, mm. on, uh, was it Nature's Candy, that tour? That you did one? Nature's Candy. You did a little bit of um, Kath Bum. Is yeah. that what that show was called? Yeah, I did a bit of Kath Bum. Was it called Kath Bum? <laughs> Why did I call that show <laughs> Kath Bum? And then do you do any glitter rooms? See, what a lot I, did of, the, I did the one at the uh, Garrick. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. A lot of friends now. If you're in town, you'll just pop on. And yeah. even if you're too big, Dane is now obviously too big to be doing tour support, but he's very kind. I saw Lou Sanders do tour support for you yeah. uh, late last year. And uh, we'll probably have Lou on at some point. Uh, yeah, for sure. That'd be great. Character. If you listen, Lou, then please, please, please get come on the show. But the, um, uh, the, one of the things that made that particularly memorable was her, uh, in the middle of a joke, just deciding to put the microphone on next to her bottom and farting. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you were there. Which, which was quite a, an amazing... <laughs> I mean, it, it was interesting because you were kind of watching it going, I'm not sure who could pull this off. But a, Lou, a, a man, pull that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Lou could pull it off. The audience lost it. They loved it. She's so charming, isn't she? She's she could very, pull anything mm. off. And I think the reason she did that is because she was speaking to a lady in the audience, and she said, uh, "What do you do?" And the lady said, "I work in PR." And she went, "Oh, that's a bit." And then did that. And she's right. <laughs> yeah, she is right. Yeah. We all know too many ladies who work in PR. Yeah. I.e., yes. the moms on the school run who don't actually work at all, but they just say they work in PR. No, you don't. No, can't even no. market your own life yeah it's when people it's like also when on instagram when people say stuff like uh blogger it's like you don't your boyfriend's rich yeah because <laughs> there are no blogs here <laughs> there's, just, there's, no, there's, there's, there's no link yeah. so. your boyfriend's yeah, rich your boyfriend's rich your husband's rich you're right well it's probably time for a question is this traditional as is tradition uh so again Catherine, thanks so much for coming and mm. c- continued support could i say as well before mm. we go into the question that mm. at the time no other male comics especially would bring me as a tour support when i first <gasps> i didn't tour support to Catherine. Uh oh. so yeah why because they were scared i guess they are scared well uh, i don't know why i'm not going to be scared of it's your crowd <laughs> and then i got the ball rolling exactly oh, and the rest okay. is uh the present yeah. And uh, as a tradition on this podcast, we uh, like to give the floor to our esteemed guests to ask a question. Any question you like, which we then discuss, and then the Hazel will ask a question and we'll do some blah blahs, and then I will have the final question. Well, I didn't know what to ask um, because I have so many questions. <laughs> Why is Tristan Thompson such, such Ooh. trash? Yeah. Um, he has apparently cheated on his baby's mother chloe kardashian <laughs> okay. once again with kylie jenner's best friend jordan woods <gasps> did you see this it's all over i the, did see this yeah. very but, late on, on the gram so that was gonna be one of my questions but i mean the short answer to that is because that's the kind of philandering man that he is i suppose mm. allegedly, allegedly allegedly some people say they're not even together but still you don't next go out with the little sister's best friend i mean yeah come on dude like <sighs> let's uh at least get our takeout from further from a few kilometers out 
Yeah. Right. But then I started thinking, why am I so upset about the many indiscretions of Tristan Thompson? And then I realized, I think that the moon affects women's cycles a lot more than we give the moon credit for. Mm. And it was a full super moon mm-hmm. last night. It was serious, right? It was big. It was Very bright. big. Big looking anyway. Mm. And you know that the moon the moon rather controls tides and all sorts of things on earth. Yep. The month before that was the wolf super blood moon. Yep. That was crazy. So I've been reading all about this and I've been asking other uh, ladies on Instagram and I have all this wisdom now about the moon. And apparently there are white moon people and red moon people. And if you come on like, don't worry, I won't get like too deep into this. Be as deep as you, you want. Can go as far you as, go as you as like. Far as we, you like. We, we have no fear. Yeah. I know you don't. This is why yeah. I wasn't worried to talk about this in front of Dane. Dane has sisters. Dane knows. Dane doesn't care. That's why I've always got on. But if you're a, a red moon person, which means instead of being normal, a normal woman would come on uh, in the new moon. Is that right? Yeah. And that is, but a witch comes on in a full moon. A witch. Wow. And she uses her powers for like dark energy. That's what it said. Wow. Discuss. I know, I know a red moon is like a lunar eclipse. Mm. And that is when the sun, uh, the moon, the, the earth is between the moon and the sun. And so the earth's shadow is cast on the moon, which mm. gives it the appearance of being red as opposed to a solar eclipse where the moon is between the sun and the earth and the, uh, Moon casts a shadow on the Earth, which is why you have like the moon and you have the, like the flares of the solar around it. Right, and uh, it's uh, yeah, the um, lunar cycle and the menstrual cycle are very similar in that they are both four week cycles, and obviously an egg is very similar to how the moon appears. So it's a full egg, and then right throughout your menstrual period at the end, obviously you uh, regenerate again, and which is why we have uh, the moon affects tides and affects moods, which is where the word lunatic originates from. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because someone else tweeted me and said that ambulance people report higher instances of mental health crises in a full moon as well. Wow. The lunacy. And peep this. In ancient times, the red moon cycle was associated with shamanism, high priestesses, and healers. Women who tend to menstruate with the full moon are said to focus their darker and more creative energies outward rather than inward in order to nourish and teach others from their own experience. So one of my questions is... Do men have any uh, attachment to the moon? Yeah, I mean, I think it does affect men as well. Again, there's just very little research on it. Now, it's like when you speak to people about like the uh, about astrology, mm. and obviously people dismiss it as being like quackery and stuff. Right. But the uh, again, the etymology of the words astronomy, which obviously is recognized as a science, that's but that's the study of the order of stars and how the constellations are placed. Whereas astrology is is a uh, Basically, how studying how stars and how you know planetary alignments can affect human beings, and we think about it, normally like ology is more about study. It's only in astrology is is different. Mm-hmm. But human beings obviously use seventy percent water, and water is an ionic substance, which means if anything's happened which is going to have an effect on gravity, then it does have an effect on you. Which is why people get very focused on their horoscope and stuff because it can you know planetary alignments can affect you. Hmm. So I think men probably are affected by it more than they give it credit for. Uh, so I think men, like I said, where, that's where lunatic comes from. So Were you guys feeling emotional yesterday? <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, I had a really it. difficult couple of moments yesterday. And I was interesting. I was actually having problems with my, sh- 
my shoulder, right? And I think, and then I woke up the next day and it's kind of been a good day today and I'm here with you guys, which is a good thing. And my shoulder's not really hurting as much. And I was like, God, was that all stress related? Why was I so stressed yesterday? Fluid exactly. in the joint, yeah, water, yeah. moon. Yeah, it. <laughs> and, yeah the, mag- the magnetism as well, it, it definitely affects yeah. you. Cause there's another thing, another study as well is where like, Closer people are to the equator, mm. the lower the prevalence of like degenerative diseases. Really? So things like yeah, like MS mm. or yeah, and uh, Parkinson's and stuff. Like anywhere that's close to the equator, there's a very low incident, lo- a lot lower incidence of it because mm. was that again, because they're poor and they don't eat processed meat? Part of it, and also because obviously the magnetic <laughs> field, you're close to the, the Earth's magnetic field. So right. and uh, and magnetism has been useful in like repairing bones and stuff. Do you, yeah, because I mean, one of the things that I think about the menstrual, you know, the cycle yeah. is obviously that men have traditionally looked at it as a problem in their life, and obviously that's ridiculous because it really isn't a problem in their life. It's a problem in their, you know, something that the partner has to deal with, you know. And if men had to deal with the the, the physical, if I had to, if I had to blood out my dick <laughs> every month, yeah, everyone would hear about it. All the time. Imagine the tweets, all just the, the tweets time. alone, just the tweets yeah. alone, all the time, alone being near you. Yeah, when that was happening. I don't mind it that much, especially now that I know I'm a witch. Mine's really easy, <laughs> really easy. And right. I freak out. I think a lot of the dads and cause there are men who aren't ready to talk about it still. They don't want to, but we're on these uh, email chains at the school and some of the little girls, not my daughter, but some of them her age, it starts. And there's this new thing called thinks with an X on the end. And there are other brands of it. But it's these pants. They are just like regular pants. Oh, I heard them. The, the black pants, right? Well, they can be any color. Oh, they cool. look just like regular pants. And the, and then you don't ever have to use like sanitary products ever again. Ooh. And they're like magic. I don't know why they work. That's they just a special work. kind of pants. There's quite a lot of special kind of pants nowadays, aren't there? Yeah. And but some people this use isn't moon even cups like and... having a thing. It, or it's, and it's not anything like a moon cup. It's just the pants. And they're mm. like regular pants. I promise. They've revolutionized my life. But it's interesting that you don't have any uh, issue with nah. it and you're just like, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, you don't really love it? Yeah, I love it. It's like a superpower. First of all, <laughs> I like being a witch. Secondly, I quite like having kids. Right. Yeah. And yeah. thirdly, I like being menacing towards misogynists. Yeah. I want them to be afraid of some of the things and that I'm comfortable. And, and also, <laughs> and also is I find it interesting to juxtapose how desensitized we are to violence and bloodshed. But mm. the idea of a woman bleeding in her vagina, then it's like, oh my God, this is my, uh, what's, <laughs> why? So yeah. it's, uh, well, they're very scared. I mean, so. yeah, it's kind of fascinating because, like I say, if, if, you know, in, what interaction do men really ever have with it? Yeah, they have this reaction to it that is slightly. I, mean, I think. Look, if I were uh, a lesbian, which sadly I'm not, uh, I wouldn't. I don't. I well, I think everything about being sexual with a female body probably grosses me out anyway. Sadly, mm. so yeah. sad. It's a big statement. It's a big statement. <laughs> Everything? Yeah, like I, mean, I just couldn't do it. I could do a cell for you if, you know, I could say, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, there's lots of good things. <laughs> yeah, well, that because you're straight. Yeah. I'm learning just, now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm thinking the <laughs> hair, I hair, the, the, no, kind of, you know. I think women are lovely and pretty and I like them, but the, no, there's just no way I could get down to it. So that, yeah, mm. I would be disgusted. Uh, to be fair, it's the same and like, you know, as not for any perspective of homophobia, but like mm. I would right. much more be inclined to identify as a lesbian. And that's probably because I spend a lot more time around men. So I'm just like, how a woman can share a bed with a man 
again, mm. it's testament to their power because I've shared rooms with men and I'm like, <laughs> well, I want to kill all of you. Well, you know my story. We've, we've gone over my story. Yeah, yeah, Catherine, so. my story is, is, is that me and my wife have separate rooms, which all the listeners know now. Oh, love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. Some people are just like, yeah, get it. Like, yeah. I drive her mad if I share a bed with I her. I totally so get it. it ended yeah. early. I think that's because my, my parents, I think, like, my dad snores, but my mum, and my mum is quite hard of hearing. Mm. I think that's what saved their marriage. Perfect. Is that? But he's he's also weirdly a light sleeper. But right. um, yeah, it kind of works. I think I think anything that affects your sleep as a couple, you need mm. to remedy. So if you have issues and you start having separate rooms, it's all good. You just need to be the architect of whatever shape of a family works for you. Yeah. Whatever that is. If you want to be in a same sex partnership, if you want to have kids, if you don't want to have kids, if you want to just live alone, which is a contentious issue for loads of people, yeah. where you know we get labeled spinsters. Whatever shape of a family works for you. So, they they don't even say bachelorette. No, they say spinster. Isn't that some bullshit? <laughs> yeah. But even spinster sounds kind of like yeah. It's not, there's, there's not a real positive connotation to a spinster. I love it. I'm a spin star. Spin star yeah, is good. That's nice. Well, actually, that could it's be a whole TV format. If yeah, you work that that's, that's very like good. Spin, spin stars. Star. Spin stars is good. Yeah, yeah. like the Voice, but yeah, for, so for single, single ladies, single people. Yeah, single <laughs> women. That, I think we I like who's it. copywriting that? Anyone copywriting that? Us now. No, yeah, now. Okay, all but three of us. Are us are third of it. Spin yeah, yeah. stars. Um, I, I, yeah, I feel like men. <laughs> I, I've, I've theorized about menstruation, mm. where you know, I guess people now refer to it as may, might be acute depression and the like. But I think are you talking menstruation as in men? Well, I think as in men having uh, in a point in throughout the, a month, for example, right. or a lunar cycle whereby their mood and yeah. their and their emotional mm. disposition is very much affected by the stuff they can't necessarily control. So mm. you call this men? I call it menstruation. Mm. Yeah, go where, on. You know, I, I and I think I've had periods whereby I uh, become very reclusive and tend to push people away and become very irritable. Mm. for a very short period of time and then my mood can swing again and I'll be like hey I'll give you a hug it's okay and mm. it's fine but I know I've I've probably been in situations whereby for circumstances that maybe I'll be on my control have affected my mood mm. and you know so but the uh, idea that, that that's controlled by the the universe like the you know the moon and that's that's kind of that's kind of madness well what? here's why I really thought so I didn't think much of it last moon, the wolf blood super moon, whatever that was yeah, called, yeah. that red one, because um, I like, came on that day and I thought, oh, it's around when I was meant to anyway, fine, coincidence. And I'm very meticulous and like regular, fine. So yesterday on the super moon, mm. I was like nearly five days early and I thought, what? I'm never five days early. So that's why I reached out on the gram mm. and I said, this moon, because I felt strange last month, very emotional, and then yeah. this month, very emotional, but also it had so much power to drag it forward for the first time in three years. Yeah. Why? So I reached out and loads of people <laughs> said, theirs uh, was four days late and it came on the day of the moon. Oh shit, so this is, a, loads of people are having Oh, this. all these women on Instagram, yes. Oh, one lady said it's not it's affected. Nice, it's a nice community. Yeah, it hasn't it's affected Womb my... circle, that's what it's called. Womb circle. Coven. Yeah. One lady oh, coven, says yeah. her cats are acting strange. Uh, <laughs> one girl says hers came three days early. Uh, mm. One said it, it changed hers. Yes, it changed hers. Hers was three days late. Yes, yes. All these ladies are saying, I didn't know that was why. Mm. But how can... I have hundreds of comments wow. here. And everyone's feeling like their cycle has been dragged forwards or backwards to come on the day of this moon. Wow. I mean, so, I'm trying to think of anything that happened to me 
that would make me think that it's did anything. I mean, I ate my lunch slightly later. <laughs> that's about it, really. So, I, can't, which, I mean, that's a, the privilege. We don't have to be as uh, meticulous in monitoring our body's yeah. natural cycles. But well, mm-hmm. what do you think? Because this will anger those who follow strictly medical, mm. mainstream Western science. I also watched a documentary on Netflix. It was old, but it was just recommended to me now. It's from 2017. It's okay. called Heal. Okay. And it's about uh, so many people in society today live in a fight or flight state. They're stressed and their cortisol is high and they're never leaving time for the rest and repair state, which is when your immune system fixes things, goes to find other problems. They're always in a high stress state. And then they, I was with them. I was with them on this documentary and then it sort of went off a cliff and got a little right. hippie <laughs> for me. But, but now that's making you think twice about it. What happened yesterday? No, I think all this mystical stuff, as much as it angers a lot of mainstream, you know, my mm. child is vaccinated. I believe in science, yeah. but I also think all of this other weird stuff is thousands of years well, old. Well, I think, I think the one thing to sort that out in just like a general sense is, the, is our brains, mm. which yeah. no matter, you know, we will probably be dead by the time they're fully understood. In fact, they probably won't even understand them by the time we're all dead. But like yeah. they, they, to understand what makes them do what they do. Is so long off. And when we do understand that, that might explain it, some of what. Was it 2% we're or 4% of our brain power that we use, anyways? Yeah. So we, we're not even aware of it. But I, I think, like, you know, I have my children immunized. I was vaccinated as well. But at the same time, even though we've not, science is something supposed to be dynamic. So even though we don't understand it, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily off a cliff. And, you know, the whole thing about natural repair is it's a big part because when we look at science and we look at medicine, we have to look through that through the lens a capitalist lens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the field of science and, you know, doctors, you know, don't necessarily follow the ethos of Hippocrates anymore. So for example, a doctor might see a, a young girl and her body's not finished growing yet. And she may come for a consultation for cosmetic surgery. And you, they could be like, well, your body's not finished growing yet. So we don't need to do anything, but they will perform surgery because mm. you pay the money for it. So we just don't study how these kind of things affect us. In the same way that we all know human beings are a diurnal species. We must do most of our stuff by the day. Obviously, a lot of people have a lot of night work, which is going to affect your mood because vitamin D mm. can affect you. We all know that like season, seasonal affectation disorder mm. can yeah. affect your mood and stuff as well. So, you know, old like shamanic cultures, as you said before, they used to do stuff like rain dances and stuff because they're aware that the weather will have an effect on who you are. Also, like I said, human beings are 70% water and obviously salt water as well. If you are a scientist, then yeah. we all come from a common ancestor in the sea that one day sprouted legs and walked on land. So we have a much closer relationship to nature and the sea than we think, which is it's why... It's possible. Yeah, which is why, you know, our moods can be like in tides as well and it can be affected. It's just that hmm. we don't really spend a lot of time thinking about it. Have you ever had a night job? Yeah. I used to bartend in university and then I wanted to always be as effective as I could be and earn as much money as I could. I was really, really greedy like that. And I had roommates and other girls that I knew from school. They just studied and their parents would give them some money, but I was a hustler. I was probably the most cash rich I've ever been in my life when I was 18 years old because <laughs> <laughs> I would just bartend, bartend. And in Canada, there's loads of money to be made right. bartending. So I'd waitress at Hooters and then I wanted to work at one of the Toronto bars in the entertainment district. And there was one called, what was it? Oh, it doesn't matter what it's called. It's definitely closed down, but it started at midnight Wow! and they were open until seven in the morning. And I thought, Oh great. Hooters is closed at midnight. Then I'll go work at this other one till seven in the morning. So I applied for a job and the man looked like, you know, 
a drug lord mafia boss. And he asked me if I knew how to make all these different cocktails. And I did. And he was like, why do you want to work here? And I was like, because I want to make as much money in the world. And he's like, oh, where do you come from? And I was wearing this yellow sundress. I remember he called me farm girl. He was like, I don't know if you got what it takes to work here, farm girl. And I was like. <laughs> why, you, why are you on the couch in this story? <laughs> I know. I was like, I can do it. Well, it's because I started working there. And, pe- and he was very uh, – adamant that the bar should always be totally clean. The surface of the bar should be wiped and clean and dry. All these people were drinking water, dancing. It was that horrible music that people dance to. I had never had any contact with drugs. I've never seen anyone on drugs. And this boy came up to me on my first night working there and he said, oh, uh, usually, you know what I do? I leave here at seven and then I usually meet some local women going for a jog in the morning and I join them on their jog. And then we stop and we have coffee and we chat. He was friends with all these housewives that he would jog with at 7 a.m. after raving all night. It was such an insane place. And then people would start tipping me in little bags of cocaine. (laughs) And I was like, what? What in the world? So I worked there for about a week. It was so bad for my just system. I I would go Mm. home and sleep for a while, but I just felt sick the entire week. And at the end of the week, I said to my new boss, I said, do you know that there are people who take drugs here. I thought that I was doing this Stacy Dooley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, you will never We're believe cute. it. There are class A drugs Talks being consumed in your venue. And he was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, I just can't morally work here anymore. And he was like, see you later, farm girl. And he was right. But is that night that sends people, you know, that, that's not happening during the day, right? <laughs> well, it's less likely to happen during the day because at least, you know. I always remember the, <laughs> the one guy who used to work the late shift, security guard, my first ever job in, mm. in television. He used to work the late shift. And everyone always wondered what this, there's something about this guy, right? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say his name, but he was like, there's something about this yeah. guy, right? And <laughs> I remember the day, you know, that we all came in because he'd been there till eight in the morning and then we all started eight in the morning and we came in and there was these printouts on the printer and everyone was like, and I went out and looked at it and, and it was all these, uh, these dwarf wrestling naked pictures. Wow, I did not expect you to say that. I yeah. Didn't. I'm kind of glad that's what you said though. Yeah, and all these dwarf <laughs> Naked wrestling pictures. Why are you printing them out? New dwarves. New dwarves wrestling, right? (laughs) And that's obviously his thing. Somehow he's lost it that night and he's printed them all out instead of whatever you normally does with them. And he got fired that day. And I I remember thinking, I was really sad for him because in some ways now I think he might be... You know, in society, might view that differently. <laughs> but I mean, no, no, you it's still, can't it's still, be printing it's still, out. Don't print that. Like, <laughs> well, I was, you might be able to get away with that. You know, but well, he, you say he, dwarf, he definitely wrestling didn't. dwarves. Are we like say again? Uh, are there a particular gender of dwarves that were wrestling in these pictures? Uh, I think it was female. Yeah. Well, and I don't think the issue was with the dwarves. I think you can't. It's sexual stuff at work. Print right? naked photos of anyone yeah, out at work. work so yeah. it's not like society would. Look upon that more kindly today than yeah, then. Yeah, I just wasn't sure you definitely get fired for yeah, that. Yeah, you still definitely aren't allowed to print out naked ladies <laughs> yeah, at work. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Howard. Well, I haven't really done that. For, I mean, it wasn't me. This is a story about someone. Not yeah, me, yeah. Um, but <laughs> sure. but it, um, <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, what did yeah. I tell my wife? Uh, the, the, uh, it is, no wonder you're in the doghouse. <laughs> it's not the doghouse. She, I mean, she wants me there. She it's wants just me next you door. in a separate room with a printer. Well, there's the cat as well. It's watching quite, Wizard yeah. of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I'm not that kinky, if I'm honest with you. So. Yeah. 
Um, but um, but no, night, it does send people mad, was the point of my story. <laughs> sure. Well, thank you for that confession. Yeah. Uh, oh, where do we go from there? Um, <laughs> next question. It was a good question. It's it took a question. I don't think we've got to the bottom of it because I think there's too much knowledge that you must have the knowledge from your Instagram comments. Well, we're look, to... in summation of my question, loads of people have gotten in touch and it feels like we're on to something with this moon. I, I reckon there's I a so. Stacey Dooley style documentary of you pursuing this. Uh, this is true. For, for BBC One. I'll do it. Okay, cool. Uh, quite another question. Yes, please. Um, uh, I don't know. What do we, what kind of thing do we want? I've got kind of something trivial or? It's the guest choice always. <sighs> I don't know if we've got a trivial or serious. How are you feeling, Catherine? I, I don't, I think our first question was a bit serious. Yeah. So I could go more trivial. Sign, you can go sure. trivial. Okay. Um, so like, I, I, you know, uh, my relationship with food, uh, is that I try and stop eating lots of things that I like. Oh. Because I'm trying to be healthy, uh, not necessarily for a physical, uh, like, you know, trying to be an incredible specimen or anything. Yeah. Just like, I just Although it would help if you walk past the bedroom door and you're like, good night, wife. <laughs> These guns. So heavy. <laughs> so heavy. Retiring to my She's quarters. She's more interested in the cat, really. So I just have to live with that. But, Sounds uh, like a great marriage. It's No, it is working out really well. I love the I'm not guitar. joking. No, I love no, it. it is. It's really, it is really working out. He loves out. the cat too. So it's the, the cat is excellent. Um, Anyway, Your cat I, uh, is a bigamist. That's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> the cat is incredible, incredibly beautiful creature. Look at that. That's incredible. Ooh, yeah, yeah, nice cat. See, cat. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so I'm trying to like eat healthy all the time. And then there's this one, like, and all the people at work, they like, you know, biscuits, all this stuff. Mm. And it kind of like, I can cope with that. Right. But then it was, it was sunny. It's been sunny the last couple of days. Right. Beautiful. And my mind turns to the one thing that I don't know if I can resist. And I just wonder about, how much do you guys love ice cream? Because I, because I, <laughs> I think I might have a problem. Really, with ice cream? Like, and honestly, there's something. Just now, it's warming up a little bit, yeah. and like you know, I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> I'm fearing that I'm going to end up just consuming like unbelievable quantities. Okay, of- so I hate ice cream, but I feel oh, that really? if I repackage this as margaritas, I understand where you're coming from. Margarita yeah. is the drink, not the pizza. And I also hate pizza, Howard. Oh. Really hate. Like if it was here, I'd be upset. Yeah. Margarita's uh, the drink. And I'm right. I'm lactose tolerant, Howard. So right. while I used to really, <laughs> really, really like ice cream, yeah. I can't have ice cream. Maybe I should go for the serious question. No, no, oh, no. no it's, it's fine. I, I, I get it. But, you know, again, we live in a time now where you can have ice cream in the winter. It's interesting. That's, that's, the, that's the marvel of being living in, in, a, in this height of a technological advance. Mm. But it's interesting that you say, Dane, you're lactose intolerant because I think we all are. Yep. Are mm. and I think dairy is an abomination. It definitely is. But I've got to go back to why did you hate? Why do you hate ice cream? Because I don't like dairy. I think it's disgusting. I'm not a baby right. cow, and I wouldn't drink from one. Right. And I think ice cream tastes like. I think all dairy tastes like sick. Interesting. Yeah. But. I could be helping you. <laughs> yeah, you could. Stay away. Yeah. I just don't like it. I understand that it's sunny and it's warm. And if you like something cold and you're trying not to eat it, there are healthier ways to eat it. You could have sorbet. You could have vegan ice cream. Yeah, you mm. could have vegan ice cream. Yeah, I know, good. you know, it's there's sugar and that's slush, a problem. Yeah. But. Slush. You can have a slush. You can have an Italian icy. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Right, yeah. Well, they just shave it and then they make it into, and then they put the juice and like they put like the syrup on it and stuff. Mm. No ice cream is unhealthy. Well, I mean, but dairy it's sugar. is un- it, it's, mm. uh, it's dairy. So it is unhealthy. Okay. So how do we feel about dairy? Dane doesn't have it, but you like it? No, no. I'm, I've now that I realized the reason why I don't like it, I am now anti dairy because I, uh, used to have eczema as a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, this all disappeared when I stopped having dairy. Right. Uh, the last time I had ice cream, I think I went to Hagen Dazs and gastrically speaking, it did not go down very well <laughs> at all. Okay. So if, if I'm in a milkshake, that's my equivalent of like, you see me with a milkshake, it's the same as me having a tequila bottle. Like I'm on a self-destruction. <laughs> right, well. the same thing, yeah. So I, I, I really, as much as I used to enjoy having dairy, I'm, I'm opposed to it. Also found out apparently one to 5% bovine feces can be in dairy and that's Ooh, acceptable that's not acceptable. yeah and also it's like 70 percent water and 30 percent pus and mm. contains uh, bovine mm. antibodies we're gonna and, cure you how <laughs> yeah and so why we're all surprised that like people are getting like bsc and mm. cjd and right. then as a res- and then you know we think that like mad cow disease is fine and then now mm. we're seeing an increase in incidence of like alzheimer's and dementia I'd say I totally get the ice cream thing, Howard. Yeah. I really do. Like to me, Baskin I'm Robbins. Thinking about, I was thinking about it like last night. A fucking dream. <laughs> I used to, I really did like ice cream, Ben and Jerry's, all that shit. Once went to the cinema, and my cousin used to work in a cinema in Huddersfield, and he gave me four scoops of ice cream, oh. and it's one of the best days at university of my life. Yeah. And now <laughs> I enjoy that. I I hate the ice cream as much as he hated having to work in a cinema during the promotion of the Coyote Ugly film. And <laughs> Can't fight the moonlight. I named my daughter after that film. Oh, okay, that makes sense. No, I didn't on purpose, but her name was Violet. Yeah, carry on. Sorry, which which was great, but I I, I like the song. You can't find the moonlight, Leanne Rhymes. But I swear, my cousin, when you have to hear it twenty-seven times a day, he he'd be like, I cannot hear the song for the rest of my life. So. I know it. It's I know a hard song about ice cream. It's, it's a great. It's a great. So I quite enjoyed hearing you guys sing together. Has we harmonise a lot. A lot of car journeys, yeah. So we tend harmonise on a car lot. journeys. Yeah, yeah. It's good way to pass the time. We harmonise. But it's um, uh, yeah. I, I, I totally get it, Howard. But yeah, it's, it's just, like my thing that I'm like trying to, you know, because I've conquered chocolate. I feel yeah. like I've, I've often had issues okay, with chocolate. Okay, but don't conquer the things that you love. Listen, yeah. I used to also enjoy ice cream right. when I was what, child. What flavor? Go on, tell me what flavor. Oh, just the standard like chocolate or strawberry or vanilla or Neapolitan, all three Ooh, at once. The, yeah. Amazing. Or banana. Yeah. We had bubblegum ice cream. Oh. I don't even think that is dairy. Once you get into those like neon colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very still ice cream. Involved. What is that still ice cream. I mean, even milkshakes. I mean, that's a real ambivalent term in yeah. itself. It's, very, it's just more lactose protein. Mm. And, but. Uh, yeah. Don't deprive yourself of, you know, why? You should have some ice cream, have some chocolate sometimes if you want. Yeah, yeah sometimes you can, just for sake of perspective, just mm. enjoy some hedonism. I what, once used to have your, a Popeye. What's your thing, though? What's your, what's your hedonistic milkshake? Is what, that... what, these days? Yeah. Uh, 
The guilt free. You have to for guilt, guilt free right now. Uh, Anything. I'll go and get it. I'm I live my it. life like that. I eat yeah. whatever I want, whenever I want. You, you'd want a margarita. If your guilt free thing would be. I'd a probably drink too much. I don't binge drink, but mm. I probably have one or two glasses of wine almost every day. Mm. And I know that that's not ideal, even well, though it's, it's just bad, one or two. Mm. Well, well, no, yeah. it's bad because if I have a white wine at lunch, I'll start telling everybody any secret I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that is good in, in vino veritas as they say yeah. I, I, oh I don't like my that guilty, uh, yeah, guilty, I guess guilty pleasure indulgence would be yeah it would have been an ice cream so oh, yeah. really so, yeah, what flavor do you like chicken wings though or well that's like the thing like, I used to like chicken wings but now I bloody went, I used to like when I used to go to the states as a dual resident so my thing was I can go there and I'm going to have my usual treat of Popeye's and then the I chicken, had Popeye the yeah, chicken, chicken with yeah. the biscuits because the biscuits. It's not even the chicken I care about. It's okay. the biscuits. Mm. Then had the chicken. Felt the mucus build up in my stuff, my neck, my throat straight away, and I'm like, I can't even have this anymore. Because now it's like when you start cutting stuff out your diet, you yeah. become a lot more sensitive to it. So yep. ice cream and dairy. Then like I used to like drinking Kool Aid, and I used to give me migraines because there's so much sugar in it. Or I'd have like Ribena mm. and then go into Gatorade. A, an hour a diabetic coma, right. so I couldn't have that. So so I say my I, I know what it is. It's uh. Like uh, like penny sweets, like gel- <laughs> gel- gel- yeah. So gelatin, Niche. like so I say, I don't like dairy, no but like gelatin, oh, all day. So like cola bottles, cola bottles, yeah, like the, the uh, vampire fangs, fizzy, like, fizzy cola uh, bottles, right. like gummy bears. I can feel my mouth salivating yeah. thinking about those like things. the strawberries, all like all the it? stuff that Haribo took and separated along, uh, you know, racial lines. Surprise, mm. surprise, <laughs> German company, but like. <laughs> I've seen quite stuff. a lot of comments at work about the fact that I'm not in, you know, I'm not getting involved. Like, there's like a lot of Toblerones where I work. Yeah, where do you that's work? Not a nickname. The airport. People travel and then they bring back fucking like half a dozen Toblerones. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, God, I mean, I want it because my problem. I think I've talked to you about this before, maybe not on this show, <laughs> is that I could consume all of what you offer me in oh. terms of like. I, I can literally so if there's a there's a if there's a pot of anything that I want that I could eat it. Well, why don't you deal with that? Yeah. Just portion control so that you don't feel sick or tired at how work. Do, how do I do that? But Catherine? then have whatever Help you me. want. Just say Toblerone is handy in that it is already sectioned off. So it's, just get it's yourself still there. No, it's still I know it's still there. Yeah. So I could just eat the rest of it. But I think that attitude of um, depriving yourself of these things like ice cream and Toblerone that you want. That mm. probably makes you want to eat it all when you get a chance. Because when I was little, mm. we never had sweets ever. My mom yeah. was so strict. Right. So if really? I go to a friend, oh my gosh, with candy, yeah. And if someone sure. gave you them when you were in outside the house, like at someone else's house, would that be okay? Or would you? well, then I would have loads. I'd be like, oh my goodness, we're having ice cream, and I would have it all. Right. My daughter, Did your mom, check your breath. No, <laughs> she didn't care. She just wouldn't buy it because she had just body issues. It was yeah. the 80s. And, and, and give you a fighting chance. I think like, I, I went through all of like high school or secondary school without having any like zits or pimples and yeah. stuff. And I, and I thank my parents for that. And then when, as soon as I was able to be off the leash and live by myself as an adult, then I spent loads of money on sweets. And that's why I have seven fillings. Oh, no. Once I had to do three at once. That wasn't fun. <laughs> I do hate the fucking dentist. God, I went to the dentist recently. You go, you go to love the, the dentist. What? How do you insane. like it? What's nice about that? They do all Dentists, the anyone who wants to be a doctor, who wants to be able to hear people scream knowing they can't because <laughs> there's hands in their mouth. <laughs> 
There's something wrong with you. There's yeah. something wrong with you. I once had a dentist do a checkup on me and scrape plaque from my teeth while mm. talking about a skin condition. Oh. All over her body. I, I can't believe you like the dentist. It's like, it's like if I went up to either of you now with my finger and went, I'm just going to put my finger in your mouth. You'd be like, fuck, fuck off, mate. You know, fucking put your finger up. And this guy's, that's his job is to do that stuff to you. It's yeah, like, but I thought if you were going to make my teeth really clean or check yeah. that something was not wrong with them, then I'd be thrilled. I That's love cool. the dentist. It's, it's just when they go, <laughs> I need to do some stuff. You're like, oh, come on, man. I, I came Please, here. just let me go. I came here willingly. Yeah. Why are you doing this to me? And I, a teeth cleaning, those are not pleasant. The but, idea that you used to get lollipops at the end. What a weird idea. Just so you come back. Of course. <laughs> <Gateway> <laughs> That's lollipop. where the money is in medicine. It's not on the cure. It's on, it's on the treatment. Yeah. There you go. But that obsession, I think I'm like part of a big world of problems <laughs> regarding food. Like, you know, cause I'm, yeah. I'm like perfectly, I eat it happily and, you know, whatever. And I'm, I cook cause I like that makes like, you know, mm-hmm. like I cook food and stuff. But you still have still have, have these great, issues. Great lasagna. Great lasagna. I'm making it. Yeah, but they're, they're making which it you can't have, obviously. But uh, mm. no. Yeah. Um, but the um, <laughs> but it, it's weird to kind of look at. Am I just better off just to, just engaging and eating it, or as opposed to? I think everything in every everything in moderation. Yeah. I think you know uh, some people I know have very di- addictive personalities. I think if you rather than like I said deprive yourself and then. Bit, that's when people yeah. are more likely to binge because mm. you know with British people I suppose they drink like alcohol is going to go out run out the next day right. whereas I've never felt that way about booze yeah whereas in France obviously they give kids as young as like 14 wine so once they get the chance mm. they don't have to like do stuff like have whipped cream so it lines their intestine oh god yes then drink vodka so it, hmm. but it's not absorbing into your, into your bloodstream because the whipped cream's there then they go out and just drink cokes which are non-alcoholic which dissolves the whipped cream and then that's how you get drunk wow lot of effort to go to to get drunk. Have you heard of this? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Do we do it? <laughs> nah. The whipped cream yeah, is where well. you've lost me. Yeah. So. It's kind of genius though. Yeah. These kids are chemists. People will do what they need to. You know, and there's another thing called like gypsy crack. If you take a uh, moldy banana and you uh, roast it in an oven and then you smoke the insides, that's called gypsy crack. Uh, oh. Gives you a high. No way. Nutmeg also gives you a high as well. Nutmeg, which Dane is. Oh, Dane loves nutmeg. Yeah, yeah. So it's all very. I mean, yeah, and I used to love Guinness Punch as well, which was a concoction of Guinness, uh, sometimes ice cream, and condensed milk, and nutmeg. (laughs) And I know it sounds terrible, but it was delicious. Can't have it anymore. So I I get it. But sometimes you have to deprive yourself and think, where am I gaining in other ways? You're not missing out, Dane. The. Movement towards veganism can be disgusting if you look at the horrible snuff photos that they share online. And they do get right in your face about veganism. But bit by bit, it actually works on me. I feel Mm. a great sense of like guilt and loss and pain when I think about dairy or meat now. I'm almost Mm. vegan, but not quite. Right. What's holding you back? Mm, I really like chicken and fish. Oh, I love chicken. Me too. Chicken. It's, the, it's the only thing holding me back is the chicken and the fish. Yeah. And, you know, and also the uh, lack of development in uh, cheese in the vegan world. Mm. There is vegan cheese. No, there no. is, but it's oh, like yeah. one it's, type and it's like yeah. they need more types of Bio Life has a few good kinds. Chick- like, chicken. How do you have your chicken? Perfect. You want your dream chicken? Good question. <laughs> Whatever my mum does with it. She makes a stewed chicken. Right. That's like my favorite thing. Yeah, like a chicken soup is so good. Or buffalo chicken. Dane knows. We've been out for buffalo chicken. But wings. Well, at no bites, ideally with no bone, but it doesn't matter. I, I think agree I just with like you, no bone. I, 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 why are there bones? It's not helping me. Yeah. I love bones. I mean, really? at least I know it's chicken. Caribbean. Yeah, I'm Caribbean true. as well. Yes. I, and also I know there's, there's chicken there. <laughs> <laughs> the I, like a, I like a thigh fillet. Mm. I can do a lot of things. 
I've got some got some tricks up my sleeve. My for, friend's parents. I, I, I had a girl seeing and her parents first introduced me to Nando's, which is very cool. <gasps> my friend first introduced mm. me. His parents introduced me to a Philip Talberger, oh. and that changed my life. Do you know the people who have black cards aren't allowed to talk about having black cards? Yeah. I was actually supposed to go with someone who had a black card today to Nando's, mm. but it was too far away. So we didn't Whoever go. this person was should not have told you that they have a black card. And, I, 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 and as, the big thing was we couldn't obviously <laughs> get them to deliver. No. Yeah, they don't. That's to, the annoying thing. No, you have to eat in, you have to eat in the Nando's. Well, that's the, the theme because it's in their interest to have Stormzy walking into mm. a Nando's. It so. wasn't Stormzy, but you both know this person, but I won't say who it is. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but it was, uh, it, it, I, it, I mean, if they've been on this podcast, Howard, we're going to have an argument. They've not been on the podcast right, yet. Then. Yeah. But, um, yeah. well, I mean, I feel like I've got some kind of perspective on my problem, uh, Dane, Catherine. So thank you. I, I will try and deal with ice cream in a way. We want you to indulge, but we also want you to know that dairy is trash. It is yeah, trash. It is. I did go Unless to a place you're a that cough, was... and in which case, go dairy. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking if I could get together a all vegan, like, ice cream range and be the equivalent, yeah, or the equivalent, yeah, and be the equivalent of like Ben and Jerry's or Dane and Catherine's vegan yep. ice cream selections. And you just like, cut Howard out of that. Exactly. Yeah, so no, I, I can, I'll just be the producer. You can be behind the scenes. Yeah, it's fine. I'll brand it. I'll brand well, actually, it. you have more, uh, you probably have more of a face that you're like a mum and pop like ice cream maker. You could pass with a, a I guess ben if and we Jerry. do advertising, you know, you guys, I could be the one complaining, oh no, I hate all the ice cream. Yeah. And then you guys could come in and save me? You've yeah. got to be the Upself. face of it, Dean. I do have to be the yeah. face of it. be like a reggae, reggae ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Levi roots of like vegan ice cream. That could definitely work. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. well, we'll come up with a name for it and then we'll you start it as a business. You can have an ice cream called Cath Bomb. Yeah, it sounds yeah. good. good. Yeah, okay. And what, what would your ice cream flavor be, Howard? Oh, um, I don't know. I, I like mint choc chip, really. So something that could be like that. That's what I keep thinking about mint choc chip. That is a good one. That is, is a really a good, good one. one, yeah. Gino Janelli flavour. Oh. Remember them? Mate, you know you... Should we do another question? It's probably time for the last question. <laughs> um, but thanks for solving my problems. Anytime. <laughs> um, so, so you, Dane, yeah. final question. As you know, Catherine, you are my favourite mother Kanaka. Thank you. And uh, have essentially had the... Enjoyed the opposite uh, of the reception that uh, Shemima Begum has mm. where the uk is concerned where she has had her citizenship revoked yours has probably been provided through your your, your good works in this country um nonetheless we know you are a native of canada mm-hmm. uh which is um i guess what america would be like if the pilgrims could read <laughs> um but my question is uh because i know you're from a small town in canada yeah uh but you know Canada continues to rise to prominence in the form of having a very cool prime minister, as well as having the one of the best rappers and Justin Bieber and yourself. And so, and yeah, uh, Jim Carrey. So yeah. Just to name a number of luminaries from uh, Celine Dion, Shania Celine Twain, Dion, Shania Drake. Twain. Yeah, it goes on and on and on. Cardinal official names go on. Mm. What I want to know is what is Catherine's Canada. If you become the ambassador to your nation mm. and like you take us through a oral tour of the best parts of Canada, mm. where do we go? There is no constriction geographically. You have, you're in a supersonic plane on this tour. You could take us anywhere on the landmass, any province, anywhere in Canada. Okay. Well, thank you, first of all, for differentiating me from Shemima because we are both 
easily radicalized by evil men. It happens. It happens. And I feel sad for her baby. However, um, I recently traveled back to Canada and I saw more of Canada on that trip than I ever saw when I was a resident of Canada because I was a child from a small town. Anytime we traveled, we went to go see my dad's family in Ireland. And you're not often a tourist in your own country, I find. So I had been out west a little bit to see Calgary and Vancouver and Edmonton. Mostly I'd stuck around Toronto and my own little place that I was from. And then you wouldn't believe what happened. Here's some gossip and I haven't even had any wine. When does this podcast come out? Uh, soon. Okay. Well, that ho- depends on the temperature of the gossip. Ooh, <laughs> might be still true. Might be done. Who knows? Okay. So I traveled back home and I put on Instagram, Oh, I'm in Canada. I'm going to go like have a drink with my sister. Can anyone recommend any good bars? And in the back of my mind, I knew because I'm a witch controlled by the moon. <laughs> I sort of knew that my ex-boyfriend, ex-ex-ex-boyfriend when I was 15 years old was going to get in touch and tell me where to go. I just knew. Mm. Um, I'd seen on the gram that he was divorced. I was like, he's reaching out. And so he, <laughs> he, <laughs> he was like, go to this bar. And I was like, okay, I'll go there with my sister. You should come for a drink. He came. Ooh, how long was the last time you saw this guy? 15 years ago. No, 20 years ago. Almost 20 years ago. I'm 35. I keep forgetting. So I haven't seen him at all for like probably between 18 to 20 years. Anyway, we're back together and he's moving to the UK tomorrow. Fast forward. Yeah. Isn't that so cute? That's so cute. That was not what I expected that story to end. <laughs> at all. Go again. What? Go yeah. again. That's the most amazing. You hadn't heard from this guy for 20 years? No. And then I was in Canada. And so now I love Canada because... Obviously, I spent some time with him that evening, and then um, I carried on doing the Canadian things that I had to do. And I'd never really but spoke. I've got so fondly. many questions about that first bit. So, what did you? Yeah. You met him at the bar, and you and, and uh, you, well, you dot 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 Howard. You know, I remember any grow up Howard. No, no, remember all the details. What is this love? They I went, like hearing love they went stories. For ice cream. <laughs> we got a cat and stayed in separate rooms. <laughs> That's true love. Um, no, but I mean, was it weird when you saw him for the first time? Well, it was kind of gross because I hate that we. We were together when we were like 15, 16. It kind of makes me sick now. But I think two pedos cancel each other out. Yeah. So we're, we're in the clear <laughs> on that. Statement. The uh, molestation, the old molestation crucible. Yeah. I don't really trust anyone who fancied me when I was like 15 and 16. <laughs> you fancied him when you were 15. I know. That's why it's so Pedo gross. Pedo. I'm like, remember if the GOP kills a banker. <laughs> it's the same principle. It's the same principle. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like so um, just normal. He's not a comedian, obviously. Right. And, and he's from just Canada. Noise, was it? Yeah. And what does he do for a living? Nothing anymore. Um, he's like wow. good at Canadian sports and he's really nice. And then I had to do this documentary thing about Eastern Canada. Okay. So I've spent a lot of time slagging off my hometown, just being like, everything from home because I didn't really like myself when I was a teenager. I didn't like being a prisoner of that town. I wanted autonomy and I wanted to travel and I wanted to leave. And no one really thought it was funny back then. Strangely, he always did. He was always like, so then um, I left and I've been gone this entire time. I've lived in the UK for 12 years now. And then I, w- I went all through Canada at this beautiful time of year. I was there in the end of January and I saw Eastern Canada. So to answer your question, Dane, I would recommend that you go to Bonavista, Newfoundland, which is where a lot of the first uh, English people and Irish people settled when they came to Canada and not in a violent way either. I know there was a lot of genocide happening. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. So it wouldn't be an American trip without some genocide. Well, yeah. Right, so. This is like the sad bit about being North American is 
there's so much blood on everyone's hands mm. in so many ways. But the people who came to Eastern Canada and Newfoundland, uh, they were mostly just fishing, a lot of cod. And uh, it's so beautiful. And it really looks like what all of the British people think Canada looks like. I didn't grow up in it. You know, where I grew up looked like sort of Milton Keynes. <laughs> but That's the roundabouts. Right. But this is just stunning. And there's so much sea and all these just rocks and beautiful big skies and then i went to um nova scotia as well which is everyone in canada is just so nice and so welcoming they're so glad that you're there there's a musical now called come from away and that is about the 9-11 planes that had to land in an emergency situation during that all that yeah. they landed in gander newfoundland and it's about that whole town they just walked out of their houses and they were like Welcome to Newfoundland. Gave people their homes, gave people the schools. They're just the nicest people. So I would say go to Eastern Canada and see all that beautiful bit. Probably avoid where I'm from, but there are some hot single men there. Okay. You get them after their divorce on the second round. That's the trick. Because then they're grateful. That's the trick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and, and is it, when you obviously go back there, I mean, because how, how, you know, you're obviously very well known in the UK, uh, but you, you, is it different in Canada? Uh, Yeah, well, some people do have access to Netflix and things and they know me now, but right. that's only been true maybe in the last three years. Before that, it would still happen just a few times that someone had pirated Mock right. the Week and Have I Got News for Your Episodes, things like that. But hmm. now with Netflix, it's more universal. And people love comedy. People yeah. watch it. Then I would tell you to definitely go out west. So I think the eastern Canada and western Canada, for me, are the best bits um, in terms of beauty and Canadian stuff, Banff, mm-hmm. uh, it's this like beautiful national park. Calgary, if you like cowboy stuff, really mm-hmm. cool. It, how how cold is it? Uh, really super cold. It was cold, but it's hot in the summer. Okay. So we get a bad reputation for living in igloos and it always being cold and stuff. It's cold in the winter. My image really of Canada is cold, right? In, in places, yeah, but it's, I, I've always known it's like a temperate climate. So, like I said, if you're in a place like Montreal or Toronto, yeah. you're not really well, going to get like, you know, sub. No, it would be cold and very cold. But, that's like, but New York is the same. Yeah. When New York is cold, it's very right. cold. It's the it same was... as New York, Chicago sort yeah. of weather where okay. I'm from. But I would say um, it was surprising to me because, Dane, you mentioned our prime minister. Oh, Justin Trudeau, everybody loves me. So left wing. He's wonderful. No, nah, it's not that way over there. They have this fascist uprising that is know. identical to the American one or what's happening in the UK. And they're who's, so, run, who's running it? Just like... Some random right-wing people who've been emboldened by Trudeau the same way the Trump people reacted to Obama. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. they were like, "This Mm. is too far." Yeah, they hate it. Well, that's happens when you back a beast into a corner and shows their fangs. That's it. And the Ontario Premier is right-wing and is not a great person, as far as I'm concerned. So there are pockets of that. That's so that's really changing a lot in Canada, even though there's so much land. That is unused. No hmm. one lives there. They've got all the world's fresh water, basically. It's a wonderful country. But Shh, don't, don't tell anyone yeah. that. Don't tell, us. don't tell anyone that, because once we're finished with oil, that's where, no, yeah, no. They're, going, that's where the, they're going next. Uh, and loads of land that's un, unused. Well, yeah, a lot of it's completely you know, natural and wild, and a lot of it is unlivable. Like, the Yukon is so cold. Right. I shouldn't say unlivable. People live there, but I mean, though, not me. Yeah, like Inuit people live there. Yeah, uh, you're not going to take a Syrian and be like, "Well, <laughs> here you go. Here's a harpoon and have a nice time." Yeah, and just out smile here at everyone. None of it. Yeah, yeah they'd have a uh, yeah. 
Park. Tough. Tough. An interesting place. I'd love to go there. You you never been there? I've been to Montreal yeah, been there, yeah. festival, which was very fun. Montreal is very different cool. to what you, the parts of the country you're talking about, though. Or yeah, Montreal is an old town, really beautiful metropolis where we do the yeah. Just for Laughs festival. Yeah, and it's a great metropolis. And I have a friend that was out there, and she was kind of like. The good thing about living in Canada is that you have now a whole generation in somewhere like Montreal or Toronto who are basically defining the culture themselves. Mm. So, they, so, so far as like, you know, the interactions between immigrant culture, stuff like that, they're all, it's a very level playing field. So, yeah, which is why, you know, you, you can see someone like Drake who has realized success, not just because of his talent, but his willingness to kind of, you know, interact with artists from whether it's the UK or from Nigeria or, Mm. I guess Canadians are a lot more open to that. And I experienced that in uh, Montreal, as well as discovering a uh, all-day breakfast place called Expectation. Delicious. Delicious. Really? Why so good? Details. Uh, oh. Like, Well, I went to Montreal <laughs> and Dubai. So the Dubai one was even better because I don't eat pork. So it was like, they do like beef bacon mm. and turkey bacon. Mm. And then you have just so many ways of preparing your eggs. And right. I, I'm, I'm an egg fan, weirdly. Avian is fine. Dairy, not so much. But mm. there's so And they have there. loads of hash browns on the side, potatoes oh, and stuff. Just yeah. big. Yeah, when people do hash browns, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, they, and, they, and they do the, uh, mm. yeah, they do the fruit as well. It's, it's yeah, the perfect place for like, you know, after a hangover. Right. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Caesars. Where do you stand on Caesars? It's like a Bloody Mary, but less thick. Right, and okay. a little bit more salty. It's so delicious. Mm, that's great. I'm a big fan see. of Canada now. I, I, and I'd like to spend a lot more time there. So I'm just trying to find out the best way to kind of get, get yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you've painted a good advert for Canada, by the way. I think that, that definitely makes me want to go there. Hot men from your past. Beautiful scenery. Good wholesome winter sports. Good breakfast. Yeah. I, I Canada. love Canada. Yeah, come try to Canada. And, and try the good poutine in North America. Oh! <gasps> Poutine, it's mm. chips and gravy and the specific cheese. So yeah, good. I've seen that in a couple that of pubs in London. Ve- that includes vegan cheese. So yes, it does. And vegan it, gravy, mushroom. And vegan gravy. gravy. There you go. Oh, so there you go. Nice. Chips and gravy. You should have started with that, really, yeah, for the yeah. British audience. <laughs> <laughs> chips and gravy. I'll be over there. Yeah. That sounds lovely. I'll be over there. I wonder if he can bring me poutine tomorrow. Does that travel well? Probably no, not. Probably I can tell not. you a pub. Unless he puts it in foil it. and buys it at the airport, then it might be okay. You might make it then. I don't know how the reheat. There's a lot of hipster uh, places in London that do it. No, there are a lot of hipster places in London that try. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not an expert. Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shots fired. Ice cream. Uh, if I have offended you, a hipster place in London that tries to make poutine, I will be the judge of that. Well, Please invite me at your earliest convenience, and I will come and eat your poutine. And how bad can it be? It's still chips and cheese and gravy. But if it's authentic, I will. I will love you. Forever. I think we've got our first bit of sponsored viral content to make for uh, Dame Baptiste. Well Catherine Ryan go to test poutine. So well it's Dane Baptiste's range of vegan ice cream. Yeah. Do you know what, Dane? BTW. <laughs> there was much furor from the female comedian community. Not furor. They're not furious. But, you know, they've noticed that there are countless travel shows mm. fronted by men. Yep. Or men and their parent. And hardly any female driven ones absolutely so it was you, noted by london hughes wasn't it first i think uh, Tiff- and tiffany stevenson and tiffany stevenson because well. london hughes suggested one with whoopi goldberg yep yeah and can you imagine saying no no thanks we'll pass on this travel show with london hughes and whoopi goldberg why would you do that whoopi goldberg why would you say no to anything involving fucking right. whoopi goldberg and so, but mr t can get a fucking show yeah so dane i'm thinking you're a man i like poutine you've asked me about canada 
why don't we, produced by Howard Cohen, go to Canada on like some amazing food tour? I can show you. So I'll just send this episode to the commissioners. Yeah. Because um, Dana and I are such good friends. We love all the same things. We know about Teen Mom. We know. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually why we bonded in the first place is your unapologetic respect for pop culture. Yeah. The same as mine. This is it. This is where we're from. And real I think, niche I think stuff. A oh, travel, real, I think a travelogue yeah. to Canada and we can cross-reference it with the Just For Last Festival. Yeah. And the Toronto Festival. Great. And have great times. And like you said, very little stuff takes place about uh, Canada as well. We'll bring it back a Toblerone. Perfect. I mean, how much has come out of this one episode? So many businesses and projects. Always working. Always thinking. <laughs> diversifying revenue many streams. Many of them will come true, I'm sure. Um, the ice cream thing, definitely. The ice cream thing, for sure, if you're focused and committed to it, I'm sure mm-hmm. it can happen. Uh, touring Canada, fine. We can definitely make that happen. Whether it has to just be poutine. Is if I end. do like a proper Might chocolate ice cream. do more than one episode. Proper chocolate ice cream, which is actually fair trade, and all of the proceeds from the sales of it. Like, you know, like Hershey's is like really like yeah. ethical. And I'm like, all these proceeds mm. basically go towards like the Ivory Coast. And I... The chocolate sales, I get nothing from them. Right. And that goes directly to the people, to the, I give it back to the people. Oh. Or maybe I have my ice cream made in Africa. Okay. And then export from there. I mean, yeah, could, could work. You can call it lactose tolerance. I'm going to call it lactose. Lactose <laughs> tolerant. With lactose. Lactose tolerant. <laughs> Um, well, it's been a good, it's been a good episode, isn't it, Dave? It's been a great episode. It's been, it's been a, it's been a treat for myself and will be for the listeners. Yeah. And, uh, we should also, this is now the time, uh, even though we've pitched several products. Uh-oh. Time for some shameless prologues. Oh. Where can the people find you if they don't know already? If they've been just, they've just literally crawled out from a rock by the sound of this podcast, where can they find you? What are you doing? What are you up to? Where can we find you? We have a new series of Your Face or Mine on Comedy Central that starts February 27th. And then all the old series are so good. They're on the Comedy Central app as well. Same with Roast Battle. And you can watch The Fix on Netflix. I would really appreciate it if you did because I really want to really recommend it. Such a very, very, very good show. And then got me through. Uh, I was in New York just before Christmas and I watched yeah. the whole thing. It was great. And Thank you. you. And, uh, and then immediately texted Catherine and were like, so Amanda Seals and Nikki Glaser, what's up with those two? How are you? Amazing, right? They're so amazing. So cool. You could be the man that Amanda Seals needs in her life. Not she doesn't need a man in her she life, but she's man. very picky. And you're both from Granada. I think she'd like you. So many things have come out of this show. As always, every conversation, mm. it's, it's so enriching. Um, thanks, Catherine. Thank you. We've enjoyed it, haven't we? Massively, as usual. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at DaneBaptweets. Our guest was Catherine Ryan. You can follow her on Twitter at CathBub. The show was produced by me, Howard Cohen. You can follow me at the Howard Cohen. The show was mixed and music was by Afei Saki. Thanks to Polly and Gelly. Thanks for listening. And remember, question everything. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 